Recommend a story for another time podcast season two. Two, two. I love the number two. More guests, more explosions. <laughs> I'm Joe Greenwood. That's my buddy John Jacob. Hey, everybody. And today we were supposed to have a guest, but our guest had a uh, very funny mishap, which we'll have to. I don't know. Should we save that for the next time he comes on? Or? We're going to save that for next time he comes on. Story, Literally a story for another time. Hopefully next Specifically next week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so right now, a couple things I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, okay. Uh, but you mentioned something funny uh, that I hadn't noticed until right now. Now I can't stop looking now at it. Now you will not be able to unsee it. You got a great big dent on your forehead. I do have a dent in my head, yes. Yeah. You Now you brought it up. I'm not the type of person that I says, did. hey. I did. So yes. what, happened, what oh, happened to your forehead? Well, this kind of goes along. I thought since our guest had to cancel today that maybe Joe and I could talk about maybe the stupidest things we've ever done. Okay. And this one is up there. So. So what's the stupidest thing you've ever done then? Well, I don't know if this is the stupidest, but again, it's right up there. <laughs> and uh, so we were with some friends and we had kids. This is when I was much younger. Our kids were little. And I don't know if they still have it. Maybe they don't anymore because of this. <laughs> Actually, there's a very simple playground rule that we enforce here at Bethel and should be enforced everywhere is never run up the slide. That's an important rule. Slides are meant for one thing, and that is sliding down the slide. They're not meant to be run up on because okay. bad things can happen. I feel like 78% of the time the kids are running back up the slides, but well, not in our playground. I guess I not on our playground because we're on it, man. And uh, so my kids were up on this slide playing at Wildlife Prairie Park, mm -hmm. and it had a little shelter built on top of it. So yeah. I thought this is going to be funny. They're up there playing in this shelter at top of the slide. They're not paying any attention to what's going on. So I am going to run up this slide and I'm going to scare them. And we're going to laugh and giggle and have a good time as a family. Yeah. So this is back when I was in really good shape okay. and I was trucking up this slide. What I didn't notice was hidden in the shadows of the shelter was a six by six beam going across. <laughs> And I ran full tilt into this beam. I mean, full tilt. All right. Knocked myself out. I am like... Like out cold? <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> this is the first time my wife has heard this. I told her I did not get knocked out. And I'll tell you why in a little bit. Okay. So I, I did remember waking up and I'm sliding down the slide, you know, on my face. Yeah. And when they talked about seeing stars, yeah. there were like these flashes of light all over. And I'm just sliding down <laughs> and we're with another couple and they're all like calling me stupid and making fun of me and stuff. And I got so mad. And so... We decided to leave because yeah. I was really hurt and I yeah. was really angry. This is why I don't like ma watching people get hurt, Joe. There's no America's Funniest Videos for you. Okay. So they're like, should you be driving? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just fine. I'm driving home. <laughs> I'm okay. With the concussion. As we were driving home, I couldn't like turn my neck to, to see anything. So I'm like driving home and if I had to turn, I'm like doing the whole tank turret thing. Yeah. And uh, so we get home and my neck is like swelled up because I really, wow, I did a number okay. on myself. 
So as per my usual MO, I didn't go to the doctor for like three days. And yeah. that's when I started having trouble swallowing. Oh, boy. Because my neck had been swelling up so much. <laughs> so what did the doctor say? Well, so by then... I had been managing it with that. Well, first of all, it's kind of similar to Terry Johnson's story about hitting himself in the face with a hammer. <laughs> the nurse comes in and she goes, what, yeah. what happened? I said, I do not want to tell you. I just want to tell the doctor. She says, no, I need to know yeah. so that I can tell the doctor so he can prepare before it comes in. I said, I really don't want to. <laughs> and she said, it'll be okay. Trust me. And so I start telling the nurse what happened. I hear her go. <laughs> and I looked at her and I continued the story. And she goes, you know what? I'm just going to let you tell the doctor. <laughs> she walked out of the room and I hear this laughing in the hallway. It was very humiliating. <laughs> so this doctor came in, a good friend of mine, church member, yeah. good friends, known each other for years. And he was very serious during the whole mm -hmm. thing. He was really, really, uh, you know, took me seriously and wasn't laughing at me. And so what we decided to do was he said, things seem to be progressing the way they should. The swallowing, I think this is as bad as going to get. Just keep, you know, let's say on Advil, but let's take an X-ray yeah. of what's going on in your neck. And at least we can see if there's any damage or at least have a baseline uh, as things progress or as I get older, if right. I have any trouble with my neck. Yeah. Uh, so they took the X-ray and I left. And about a day later, he calls me back. This very stoic, serious doctor who would never say anything to make somebody feel bad said, well, you do have degeneration in your uh, discs of your neck. Uh, wow. So there is damage there. Yeah. I don't know if that is from previous injuries you've had, you know, wrestling and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, or if it happened because of this. But this is a baseline that we can use to check your neck routinely yeah. as you get older and he goes so for now just keep taking advil to manage the pain and then he starts laughing he goes and try to avoid running into things with your head <laughs> good advice though. that was great advice and i can't say that i have followed that advice but it's never been it's always been very accidental i just yeah. wasn't i've never run up a slide since i've never done anything to endanger my head or neck again wow. on purpose uh but yeah i it's it's it was rough it was rough i've done a lot of stupid things trying to entertain the kids but never anything That's, like that <laughs> I still have a lot of neck problems today because of it. I mean, I still can't move, rotate it like I want, but you know, it gets me by. It gets me by. It gets me. So by. yeah, yeah, that Is was that the dumbest thing you've ever done. Well, I don't know. Um, you know, it, it. I've done a lot of really dumb things that I haven't gotten hurt doing, but that is the dumbest thing I've ever done where I've really gotten hurt. Oh, so hurt is the caveat in this. <laughs> kind of. Actually, okay. So maybe people have noticed around the church, around the school, um, that my pinky, when I yes. drink, it always is up. And I'm not that proper English. I am no. English, but not that proper English. No, it's because I cut it off. That is crazy. Now, how, you told me, yeah, how told did you, you do this again? So it doesn't even bend at that first knuckle, right? At all. And for at the longest all. time, I couldn't feel that. I'm actually starting to get feeling now. And this, this was like when I was really young. 12. 12 years old. Yeah. So oh most gosh. of my life. And actually, the feeling is coming back, which I think is oh kind of weird. Gosh, like, I could 
yeah. been feeling for 20 yeah, years. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so like 12 years old and we're like, me and my buddies, I know what we're going to do. Halloween's coming up. Yeah. We're going to have a haunted house. That's awesome. It's going to be great. Right? What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Well, we got a, uh, a scarecrow and we put it on the picnic table, right? And we started just mutilating this thing and whatever. What do you mean mutilating? Yeah, we, we had a um, his mom's kitchen knife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we started cutting the thing open and pouring, you know, ketchup and whatnight. We okay. were 12 years old, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I say, hey, the because we stabbed the knife into the picnic table. I'm like, the knife is too far away from the the body. Like, it's too far. So, as a logical adult, you say, so move the body a bit. Okay. Nope. I picked up the knife. Yeah. And slammed it into the picnic table, and my hand slid all the way oh down. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, and so, now, oh, wow, it actually was, ahead. since, you know, I'm holding it like that, it was right in the crease. You can actually see there's another Oh, my wrinkle, word. And there's another half of the cigar, right? Because right down there. Dang. So um, we tried to hide it from his mom because we were having a sleepover. Cutting a finger off, you tried to hide? It wasn't all the way off. It was was through, and I was just like, "Ah, I mean, it's going to hurt, but it's going to be fine, right? So we bandaged it up, and it would not stop bleeding. Oh, my gosh. Eventually, she's like... What are you guys hiding over there? And I, you know, I yeah, show her yeah. my finger, and it's just red gauze, oh almost my dripping. Gosh! Out. And she's like, "What in the, you know? Oh my!" So did you go to the emergency room? We went to the emergency room and at, they do? in Kiwani, Illinois. Okay. And the doctor said, "Well, that's going to need some stitches. It, it oh. bends." But you want to see something really weird? No. Like, <laughs> okay, see the wrinkles on your fingers? Yeah, yeah. This oh, one yeah, I noticed that. Its yeah, wrinkle. I noticed that because it doesn't bend. Wow. Oh, that's so it's losing its, come from, huh? it's losing its wrinkle. Jeez. It's weird. But when I feel it, though, like when I push on it, it the finger feels cold. Not like think cold to my touch of my other hand, but on the inside. Really? When you push it, it feels cold. You're cold on the inside, it's weird. Joe. I am. Ice cold. Well, that, that leads so me to another question for injury you. I've ever had. Okay. Dumbest. That's a great way of putting it. Dumbest injury we've had. But I've done dumber things. I think I have, too. <laughs> I know I have. <laughs> I'm so excited. I I love this podcast. And Joe, I want to thank you. Which for one? The, ours? Ours. Yeah. Oh. Even though you, I, even you've though I don't to listen exactly to it, fourteen minutes of it. Even though I don't listen to it, and I don't even remember what we talked about, <laughs> I do love this because it's just a lot of fun. Okay. You know, I think it's fun. Are you having fun, Joe? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm, I think it's fun. But what I'm really excited about is the listeners we have. And uh-huh. what they talk about to oh me about the pie. We've got some right, really got? dedicated listeners out there. I told I try to tell you. Well, tens of them. Yeah. <laughs> we got some really dedicated <laughs> listeners. So I, I don't know if I had a prouder moment than this weekend. So we had my wife's family in for the pumpkin festival. Uh-huh. And we're sitting at the table Friday night eating. And my brother-in-law goes... I goosed somebody. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, I goosed somebody. He goes, I uh, explained something condescendingly to somebody <laughs> in a funny way. And I thought, oh my gosh, when we have oh made goodness. somebody into a verb, yeah. we are influencing. We are influencers, Joe. We are influencing. We are influencing yeah. culture. 
and we could have we might be starting a whole new thing and i love this because we all know okay. the traditional meaning of what it means to goose somebody yeah we're gonna change it to a whole different we're thing now it. we're reclaiming that, it that you can goose somebody yeah. and have it be something that's not gonna get you in jail <laughs> you know that's true you can't it's do that very anymore. cool and and so we made him into a verb yes and so in the honor of our good friend goose mm -hmm. a verb <laughs> See, right now, Goose, you are a noun. Uh -huh. More specifically, you are a proper noun because there's a specific name mm -hmm. that you have. But a verb is to take action. And even in one of the definitions I looked up, any noun can become a verb. So, Goose, Wait. you have become a verb, which is an action. So you're welcome. Um, I, I think... I mean, we're good, we're dynamic, we're fun, but I think Goose might be the most famous person of this podcast. That's true. I think he might be overshadowing you and me. Probably. So um, I was so proud that we have turned our good friend the Goose into a verb. So when you were, and, and so my mind Still went all kinds of directions right here. Huh? Still doesn't sound right to me. I but love I like it. it. I yeah. love this. So when we talk merch. Yep. Have you goosed somebody today? <laughs> this is gold, Joe. Have you goosed somebody? Or goose somebody close to you? Yeah, goose somebody. <laughs> that is going on a shirt, buddy. That is going on a shirt. Talk, I, th that merch would yep. sell like hotcakes. I'm sure. Oh, man. That is a million dollar idea right there. Have you goosed somebody today? Or even better, have you been goosed? Oh my God. <laughs> I am so excited about this. I haven't been able to sleep all week waiting for this podcast. <laughs> we were in, oh my gosh, we were in the Pumpkin Festival Parade, uh -huh. marching with the uh, number one non-commercial float. There it is. And I saw Goose off to the side. Mm -hmm. And I had to break ranks, and I had to run over to tell him, Goose, you have been verbed. You've been verbed. You've been verbed. I love it. I am just so excited. We are doing good work. Yeah. We are doing good work. We are changing lives. <laughs> <laughs> so now, in honor of Goose, uh, I know they won't hear this for a week and a half probably, right? Yeah. We are uh, recording this one, everybody, on... The autumnal equinox. For our good friend Goose, the autumnal equinox just means the first day of fall. So, this is the day that you can stand a broom. Oh, a broom. Or an egg on its end. I've tried that. I have had no luck with that. With standing a broom? An egg. An egg? Yeah. Well, you know what? I've got, eggs? I've got plenty of eggs at home. I'm going to try it when we get home. But what time of the autumnal equinox do you do that? I don't know. I mean, is it like right when it occurs? Is it midday? The e well, is there the a equicenter of the equinox? Did you see what I did there? I did. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I mean, when when you do it, we tried it at school here once with my kids as an experiment. We couldn't get it to stand. Which end of the egg? The narrow end or the big end? The narrow or does end. it matter? The narrow end. Really? Yeah. Oh, you say that with a lot of certainty. Yeah, because I'm sure. Okay. This is like the you day that people Jimmy do the brooms, Stewart too. Being 12 Angry Men. You do it with the broom, too. Okay. All the right. angled broom. Okay. That's right. cool. That's if you cool. do it right, it should balance. I don't know. So, now for all you listeners out there, and Joe, huh. what does, and Goose, like I said, it means first day of fall, 
But what does autumnal equinox mean? Why do we use those words? I mean, autumnal is pretty obvious. Equino- well, I know what the equinox is. What is it? It's when the, the axis of the Earth is no longer tilted in favor of one direction. We're pretty much straight up and down. So what does that do? It makes it so you can balance an egg. <laughs> God did today so that you could balance an egg <laughs> for, for some purpose. That is awesome. <laughs> You know, if you ever give up this radio gig, we could use maybe someday a science teacher like I, you. You know, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> but, so the, you're, you're on your way where it doesn't favor one way or the other. But what does that do? It only happens twice a year. Let me give you a little what clue. What does it do? The days. They're equal. Very good. What do you, that's what I said. You did not say. I said this is what I mean about Joe being manner. a creative. About it makes one the same as the other. One what? They're equal. The day and nighttime are exactly the same. Yeah. Equal night. Equinox. Which is why you can balance and great come back. Around. So I'm sorry, I was two steps ahead of you. Uh, yeah, that's how you. It usually is around here. But yeah, so look at what the good we're doing. We just taught people a little Latin. Right? Is it Latin? Yeah, equinox. Okay. Yeah, equal night is what it means, literally. It means equal night? Did you know that? I did not. Well, now you know. I did not. So that's why they named it that. You know what we got to talk about? Meltdown, the nervous breakdown that I had earlier in the week. You weren't privy to this, even though I did tag you. So I was mowing my lawn after... 17 days of not mowing my lawn. Okay. Right? Because I was building a car out of cardboard by myself. <laughs> right? A function. Let, let, let's go to the car for real quick. Okay. How many times did you ask me for advice on that car? Often. And how much of my advice did you ever take? Some. <laughs> I think less than that, Joe. Because you have oppositional defiance disorder. <laughs> I should have given you the opposite advice of what I would give, and then you would have done the car the way I Reverse thought Reverse psychology did not work on me, because I see through it. Okay, so I'm mowing oh, my lawn. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that was weird looking. I run over some yes. eggs, right? Yeah, yeah. And I have a panic. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know... In fairness to Joe, everybody, I would have had the same panic had I seen what he saw. Thank you. Now, I... Uh, I've gone 42 years with uh, silky, soft, milky hands. Okay. So I always wear my gloves when I'm mowing because I don't want to get calluses. Seriously? Yeah, Jenny makes fun of me too. Uh, wow. But, so I, I kill the mower and I yeah. go over to investigate. Yeah. I pick up one of these eggs and I look up immediately because, hey, where's the, where's the nest? Mm-hmm. And as I'm uh, finagling these eggs, figuring it out, I'm like, man, this does not feel like a regular egg. I'm squeezing it really, really firm. Oh, really? And slimy. Okay. So like, but the the shell was not so shelly like you would think. Like it, like an eggshell wasn't hard and right. It looked kind of yeah. It was like a like a leathery. skin, yeah, like, like leathery. a leathery, like an alligator or turtle egg, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's immediately where my mind went because as I'm looking up, there was nothing in the tree where it could have fallen from. Yeah. So my mind goes to, it's yeah. just a snake egg. Yeah. Yeah. So I start looking online. Taiwanese spitting cobra. What the heck kind of snake is this? Yeah. And what snake lays a purple egg? Right. Because, of course, there's no turtles. Right. Indigenous to the area. There's no crocodiles or alligators indigenous to the area. There's all kinds of poisonous snakes indigenous to Illinois, as we know. Well, the first thing that pops up with purple (laughs) snake egg is a bull snake. And I'm like, yep. Like a bull snake. Which is highly venomous. I said that sarcastically. 
You know, here's the thing. <laughs> and everyone's like, well, you got the eggs. I'm like, I'm not worried about the eggs. The eggs are fine. I'm burning the eggs. <laughs> I'm worried about the mama. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm thinking... Well, they like to coil themselves around. I was not going to get any sleep. So I'm putting this up on Facebook. I'm texting and calling my friends. Hey, have you ever seen anything? Everyone's like, man, I don't know. That's weird. That I would not weird like looking. that. Yeah. They were really weird. Can't find a picture of it online. Right. Anything. I was in full on meltdown mode. Yeah. And so then Jenny's <laughs> like, oh, I wish I could have seen sweating it. and nervous. And every time I walk out in the yard, you know, you I take one <laughs> step and look around. And there was one of them that was big enough. Because I had learned that if it's a purple egg, then that just means it's not viable. Okay? Oh. So they're usually abandoned if they're oh, purple okay. because right. they're either not... Something went wrong. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, still, the eggs are not my problem. The mom is the problem. Where's yes. the mom? Yes. So... Will she be out for retribution for the guy that ran over her eggs with the lawnmower? Could be. Well, they may not have been viable before. I don't know. <laughs> so Jenny's like, you know, the only way to figure this out is we got to go cut open one of these eggs. Oh, she's so smart. And I'm like, She's a man, smarty. Well, I'd been poking them with sticks and things like that. But there was one <laughs> that was big enough, probably about two inches or so. Yeah. That I'm like, okay, if this was an egg at one point in time, there should be a snake carcass in there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So we go cut it open. It's brown on the inside and firm in the middle. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what the heck is this? Yeah. Didn't look like an egg, but really firm, like pushing real hard on the knife that mm -hmm. since has been burnt and thrown away. Um, so after cutting it open, Jenny's like, I don't know what the heck this was. So she goes inside and does some more research while I'm picking up all the snake egg remnants and Did the you knife. you pick them up with your bare hands oh. or with the gloved hands? Double glove. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a rubber glove inside of my regular glove. Oh, man. So I take it over to the burn pile. And Jenny then, after, there was a, a blaze because these things were soaked in gasoline and then set ablaze. Uh, yeah. Jenny's like, babe, one of your friends on Facebook has uh, figured it out. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, we know exactly what these are. And I'm like, okay. What kind of snake am I dealing yes, with here? Yeah. What kind That's of snake I'm serious. dealing with was a purple egg stinkhorn mushroom. Wow. <laughs> which I have never been so relieved in my life, but I never felt like a bigger idiot than here I am freaking out. This was an hour and a half long freak out meltdown. And one wow. of my friends immediately said, you sure it's not a mushroom and I'm like well they just clearly can't see the picture very well right yeah but right. yeah, no it was it was a mushroom yeah that was the weirdest looking thing I ever saw well apparently because we just mulched not far from there oh. apparently mulch or these spores are in mulch really and if yeah if you have rain and okay. you have things like that and so my hypothesis is that one of my dogs was running through the mulch got some spores on its feet it, okay and since I did, hadn't mowed in so long that that's what happened but uh, yeah, I was in full-on meltdown. Mode. You should put a picture of that up on our. I Facebook should. Page and the reason why I couldn't like. find a picture of it is because it wasn't a snake egg. Uh, <laughs> isn't when it you amazing? go look at purple egg stinkhorn, yeah, right there. I typed right it in, in and it came up. It looked almost identical to the picture you uh -huh. sent me. Yep. But you know, so you let your phobias get the better of you. You did. You were unable to approach it objectively because you had this preconceived notion of the worst case of what it could be. You thought it was a snake egg too, though. Because you told me. 
Do well, I mean. <laughs> I do have to admit. I think he said, what kind of eggs are these? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me it didn't look like an egg. It looks like an egg. I it think I exactly responded like Taiwanese spitting cobra. You, well, I mean, to be fair, if there was a snake when I cut it open, if there was a baby snake oh in there, gosh. I would have burnt my house down. I, I... Because I could not have slept in there. The only thing I am upset about is I really wish you would have called me to come over while you cut it open because that would have been <laughs> magic to get on video no. if it was. Oh, man. No. No. <laughs> no. I was in it. I'm glad you're having so much fun with my panic. This is all, I, I, I think it's more the panic as it was caused by the phobia. That's what I'm having fun with. Who had ever heard of a purple egg stink horn before this event? So this has really now become a public service announcement. You find eggs in your yard, Google purple egg stink horn before you burn your house down. Yes, don't go right to the burning. Oh, I was ready oh to go. Gosh, that is Call awesome. the fire department, babe. I, you know, you're such a fun and funny guy. I would love to see you in legitimate irrational panic. <laughs> that would be awesome. There's nothing irrational about this. <laughs> nothing at all. No. A little dead baby snake burned the house down. It nothing wasn't, irrational there. It was not the eggs, nor would it have been the baby snake that I was worried about. It was the mama. Right. And who was far too close to my situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in your research of the purple stinkhorn. Purple mus- egg stinkhorn. Purple egg. It's actually called egg stinkhorn? Purple egg stinkhorn, Oh, okay. Yeah. Are they edible? Yeah, people eat them, I guess. Really? Yeah. So did you save any to try? God, no. No. Well, no. I, well, here's the thing. One, I don't think I could do it. Okay. Uh, because of, uh, yeah, okay, this is the where the crazy was in, in your head already. Yes, that this was a snake. But I don't think I could do it anyway because, like, they were, okay, so what I was assuming was the shell was, it was super, super slimy. Like, seriously, think of, like, an egg white. Yeah. And then. Yeah. A f- like a very firm sponge in the middle, wow. like super okay. duper firm. Okay. And so, yeah, I think even if you were to eat this, just the texture, the inconsistency of the whole thing would probably, I imagine, like an escargot type of situation, super like slimy up, slash you think? firm. It got a little softer and uh, firmed up. I I will admit to everybody, I saw that and I thought that's gross. <laughs> that's really gross looking. <laughs> All right, what do we got next week? Does right, anybody out there want to be on sometime? Email us. <laughs> yeah, or, email us. Remember our email address? Hit us up on the Facebook. Huh? Email. We have it. We have an email address. Yes. What we is have it? An email. Oh, it's starting for another type podcast <laughs> at Gmail. Let me see. Yeah, email us. We'd love to have people on. We do. And we it doesn't matter what you think. If you think you're interesting or not, we will find the interest in you and drag it out. Story for another time podcast at Gmail. Awesome. Awesome. Or Facebook.com slash story for another time. All right, so we'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Well, I'm myself, I'm bring it on home.